0: Hello and welcome to the Music Survival Guide podcast. As you will very, very quickly realise, Joe is not here this week. It is just me. He has uh, he's abandoned me. No, he's he's not really. He's uh, he's busy this week. So it's just me. i doing a little kind of mini podcast, mini pod. That's that's very. Fashionable phrase nowadays, isn't it, mini but I don't know. I really don't know. Anyway, so periodically we will be doing sort of mini-episodes on random topics, random things, um, a bit of a sort of weird monologue. Um, So please do listen if you'd like to hear me ramble, which I love to do. Creativity and uh, how to handle it. It's quite a funny esoteric thing, isn't it? It can be quite hard to capture. Um... I think a lot of people don't quite understand creativity and how to harness it. But I think with just a a few tools, with a few key uh, tools in your bag, you can really harness your creativity and go on to sort of the next level, which sounds very dramatic, doesn't it? But, you know, you know what I mean? Um, Create better music, that kind of thing. I'd say a few things on the topic of creativity. I'd say um, you should be listening to lots of different styles of music. for a long time i was a bit of a one of those purists one of those um i loved nothing more than rock and metal and maybe a bit of folk but we will not talk about that and um anything else was a bit of sort of oh, it's not very good i don't like it but i've I, i'm i've i've got a growing appreciation for all sorts of things um the sort of newest thing that i've kind of gone oh it's not it's got its merits it's got its interesting points is uh, pop music um and what's in the charts. And part of me does sort of loathe what's in the charts, don't get me wrong. But all forms of musical expression, I think, have something valid to learn from. I think pop music, um, is a real education in how to create something catchy and in a really sort of tight, confined space. Um there's something about a pop song that sort of grabs you, if it's a good song, anyway, um, grabs you and keeps your attention. And it it just has usually has quite, not actually that many elements to keep you interested, but it keeps you focused. And also the way that pop songs sort of drive towards the chorus every time, I think it's it's really worth paying attention to. But then um, as a rock and metal kind of guy, I guess the, I don't know, call it, don't want to call it the antithesis, but uh, maybe the kind of almost the the opposite to what I kind of like is hip hop. Um, but I think hip hop and that kind of music um, shows what I know about it. If I'm calling it hip hop, because I know there's all sorts of things within that genre and that kind of broad grouping, there's grime. I know that. I, I don't know a lot, um, but I've heard some. And hip hop is a real education in um in kind of low frequency stuff like you know if you listen to a hip-hop song it's usually just a kind of kick drum maybe a bit of a bass um a bit of a synth kind of thing um usually quite repetitive and then your your vocal line and there's not much more to it often it's again it's a it's a lesson in creativity but it's it's really worth listening to for how to sort of um get a really powerful simple low end to your song it's a really interesting um thing to listen to if you haven't tried it if you haven't listened to it sort of from a kind of objective standpoint, um, not from a kind of enjoying it standpoint, although you may find you enjoy it as you appreciate it. Alongside that, I'd say um, if you are a, if you're writing or you want to write, make sure you have a voice recorder app on your phone. and Make sure it is in an easy to access place on your phone, um, on your home screen or very near sort of, you know, one or two push buttons away because... Is the nature of of musical ideas when you have like a riff or a, a a a refrain something like that that they don't last very long they're very esoteric um I like the word esoteric it makes me sound clever <laughs> um they're very esoteric so you, I've often had it where where i've I've got an idea for a riff in my head and I'm like, that sounds really cool. I can hear it full instruments, full kind of glory, but I'm just not in a place to record it. I'm just not in a place to record it. Um, so, uh, you know, I may be on the tube. Good old good, hashtag London. Um, well, I don't know why I said that again. Um, you may be on the tube and, you know, there's just, just not practical to do that. Um, you may be sort of in a meeting or something like that and you just can't record the riff. Um, and that that is very unfortunate. You've just got to try and remember it. But I'm sure you've been in that situation where you, you're just trying to Make sure the riff goes round and round and round in your head so you remember it. But by the time you come to chord it, it's changed and you know it's changed. But there's nothing you can do about it because it's your mind has just naturally progressed it. And it, in my mind, it's often not as good as when I first came up with it, which is really annoying. But for the moments where you you can make sure you have a voice app ready and on hand to capture those weird and wonderful ideas. Most of them will probably be trash, but you get that you know those bits of genius that you you. You know, just absolutely gold. You'd be very thankful to yourself when you keep hold of them. One of the best and most irritating stories I ever heard was John Paul Jones, the bassist of Led Zeppelin, when he wrote Black Dog, which is a great song, by the way. If you don't know it, try counting the time signature. The drums are different to the guitar and the bass, which is unusual. Um, He wrote that uh, on the train, actually. Um, But because he's so clever and much cleverer than me, uh, he had the riff in his head and went, oh, that sounds really good. And then he just wrote it down um, because he knows music and uh, music theory that well. He can just write down the the musical notation on a pen a pen and paper uh, and then came back to it later, which is super, super annoying. But there you are. I guess voice recording is the modern equivalent of that. So once you've got all your ideas, uh, the best next step is to kind of develop them and move them onto something that could be close to resembling a demo or is at least a bit further on. So most people nowadays uh, in music have a little home recording setup. that uh, It could be a little, you know, like two input interface and a laptop, pair of headphones, whatever it may be. But make sure you have some kind of place, usually a door nowadays, uh, to develop your ideas and to really flesh them out. So my recommendation to you again uh, would be to have a template. Um, templates aren't fun, but... They are very helpful. So you know in a general song, in the kind of thing you do, you'll have some drums, you'll have a couple of rhythm guitars, you'll have, I don't know, three lead guitars, a vocal, a couple of backing vocals, some tambourine, why not? Um, That kind of thing. Um, Make sure you have those all set up and ready to go. Um, if you're demoing, you're usually going to probably be using some kind of drum software, have that uploaded and ready to go. If you're using um, digital amp simulation for the sake of demoing, make sure you have those with your ideal tone setup and ready to go so that you can easily and quickly flesh out your ideas. So start off you know, with the rain riff, the main refrain, whatever it is, and just develop it and add drum lines and add bass lines. And really, when in the the sort of development phase, I would suggest going over the top. Um and it's probably going to work out that you don't use all your musical ideas, but you'll find that there's there's some absolute gold in there that maybe you didn't think of in the first instance. A lead line or a kind of counter melody that maybe me go, oh, well, actually that works on its own. It doesn't need the original part that I kind of wrote it to. That kind of thing. And once you get that in your head, and once you kind of get that system started of uh, demoing ideas, maybe in sometimes in awkward places, I pretended to be on the phone sometimes when demoing uh, in public, and... You, you turn that into a fully fledged demo and then you have something you can show your band, which is a bit more kind of fleshed out, a bit more ready to go and you're, you're set. Um, so that's that's I don't know. That's some thoughts about creativity. I, it was a bit of a kind of splurge of of what I think. But there you are. If you want to follow us on Facebook, then we have a page, the Music Survival Guide podcast uh, page. If you just type that into Facebook, you will find us. Uh, I can be found at Vortis Sound Studios and Joe can be found at Nevis Audio. We'll see you next time.